Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Weekend after July 4th, y'all are still partying. Scott and I are in the Playhouse. We're at Real Talk 93.3 FM. Or you lay out on the beach someplace. Or you're listening to me on your headphones, I hope. Hey, Scott, say hi. Hey, hey. How was your week, Scott? Really good. Scott Cowart. Can't, can't complain, Patty Cowart. Wilson. <laughs> I'm working on the pronunciation of my T's this week. It's very good, I must say. <laughs> Every time I would say my last name, I would always have to say with a T. Not a D. That is correct. <laughs> Scott is not a coward. Not at all. Duh. I wonder how that... I'll listen to the playback and see if it pops when you say T and D. I'm a, I'm a lot of things. A coward is not, <laughs> not one of them. So today's topic, since everyone's on vacation, is schools. Hmm. So there were a couple articles recently with the school grades... And what's happening with Leon County Schools and Jefferson County. And before we begin, I'm going to disclaim that I went to private school for 12 years. I lived in a very white lily tower in the city center of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I uh, was across the street from the urban Harrisburg High. I went to high school with Ricky Waters, who's a football player. So we we're very segregated in our school. Their uh, kids could go on scholarship, especially if they played football really well. And 
or soccer or any of the other sports. We have a lot of pro players that came out of our high school. And so that's my background. And then I went to Temple University, which is also a city school. Again, very segregated. I was white. I was not Asian or black. And so I was a minority. You weren't? Living, no, not yet. I couldn't understand a word anyone said. This is why I flunked out of the engineering program at Temple University and went into nursing because that's much easier than being an electrical engineer. But I lived at Broad and Diamond, and I lived in a black sorority. So those, to me, are my people. I relate to it. I love it. I love city. I love urban feel. And I feel like Leon, some of the Leon County schools have that. Like My third child went to Rickards, and I love Principal Cook. I sold uh, his family a house, but I loved him before that. I just love his technique and how he works the school. And I, I liked him when he was at Cobb, my Son and daughter were at Cobb, and he was the, uh, I guess some people would call it a dean, but he was the disciplinarian, and he's very foreboding. He's a very tall black male, and he will make you stand straight up. So that's my, that's my background. So when I sound very judgmental, that's where I'm coming from. My kids went to pretty much private school till we moved to Florida, and the cost is, was prohibitive of us to go to, for me to send them to private school. And... Compared to up north, they handle it differently. So they went to the public school and went to Kate Sullivan, Cobb, and Leon. And then my son, my third child, who's my, if you have a black sheep, he's it. He just decided not to go a couple days. <laughs> I mean, he just, records, he was really smart and he just didn't think he had to go. So he ended up with a GED and he's a truck driver and he's very happy now, thank God. And, but I really liked records. And I know that there's a perception of schools here, which I learned very quickly when I lived here. And when I became a nurse and I worked at, I was a nurse long before I worked at TMH. And the town, you know, I'm going to say it's pretty segregated, still pretty segregated. There's the Northeast and then there's the Southeast, Southwest, and it's still segregated. In my opinion, this is just Patty's opinion. It's Patty's Playhouse. So when you look at the schools, the schools are emulate what I'm saying. They are very reflective in their um, percentages of whites, blacks, non-white non Hispanic, I guess is what they call it, Asian population. And, and, their, and the conglomeration of that house mixed. Northeast is very white and the South is very not white. And I think that's where I think with Jeremy Matlow, he'll be the if I could vote for him, I would. He's the first Democrat I think I would ever vote for. I'm a libertarian. And but he believes in one one town, not just the Northeast and the South. And if you've ever seen his commercial, you'd understand where that comes from. So if not, I would I encourage you to go to JeremyMatlow.com and look at his commercial with his sister in the commercial. It's, it's beautifully done. So, but the school's very segregated. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with, I'm a libertarian. I don't really care. But if you're going to have public school, I call it government school, then it's not free. People are paying for you to go, either by the, the investors are paying through their property taxes. Tenants pay through their rent. And I understand how that works. And then the homeowner pays through their property taxes. The people on Section 8 don't pay anything. They don't pay. I have one tenant that's a Section 8 tenant in McCullough, so I'm going to use that. She pays $21 a 
a month to live in a house. So the homeowner's paying. She's got four kids, pays $21. She doesn't pay anything for her kids to go to school. Whether that's good or indifferent, it's not even the point. The point is it's not everyone is paying for their kids to go to school. She is going for $21 a month. She gets free school, free lunches, free everything. And, and her kids are very well behaved. They're smart. She makes sure they're very well taken care of. She's not neglectful in any way because I, I couldn't have her as a tenant. And so that's fine, but she's not paying for the kids to go to school. So for her, it's free. For most of us, middle income, it's not free. It, it sounds free, but it's not free. It's through your property taxes. And there's a lot of uh, communities throughout the United States when I was researching this that they've decided to get rid of that tax in their real estate and, and have an individual tax. In Pennsylvania, they're getting rid of the individual tax, as I was researching, and only going to property tax. That's going to be a struggle in a, in a city like Philadelphia where there's so many poor people. How do you collect on an individual tax? They, it's a tax like a state tax. Mm. There's, Pennsylvania is a state tax, so you pay 3%. So I think it was it was three percent when I left. So you pay an income tax, but they give you a, a, the school district sends every individual over the age of eighteen. Even if you're living in your mother's house, once you hit eighteen, that next year you get a bill for like four hundred bucks, and that's how they they get the school. So everyone pays. Got it. And you pay you pay the if you work in the city you pay an occupational tax, uh, and most of Pennsylvania is like that. We're a commonwealth, so there's many 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 layers of taxes. Uh, so that's how that works. But in a city like Philly, I mean, that's, you know, there's a lot of poor people in Philadelphia. It's my favorite city in the union. Love it. Love it. But there's a lot of poor people. So when you start taxing their property, I don't know. There's just no limit because it's hidden. And that's what I feel like Leon County Schools has done is there's no limit. It's hidden. So they're just going to raise it. Nancy, what's her face? What is it? Nancy Miller says out loud. Well, the economy's up, so we can we can tax more. It's you're conflating two issues. You're nobody has like the extra 150 laying around to hand you, Nancy. They don't they don't have that. So you're raising their property tax and and then taxing people out of their house. So that's my challenge. I, and then you going back to Leon County Schools, and it is a, it is more segregated than the state of Florida would like. The state of Florida has gone to Leon County and like, you're the most segregated in the state. But we only have one school district. We don't have multiple school districts here. Like in where I'm from, there's like, as I think about it, there's like five school districts in, in a town not much bigger than this. My dad's area, Albany, Georgia, is similar in terms of segregation. However, they have, I think, five high schools and they have them now as schools of art, schools of medicine, schools of So they're like chartering them? Right. So they bring children from whatever area based on whatever their core is going to be mm-hmm. and bring them to that school. Isn't that nice? So you can, if you want to learn welding or hair or whatever, right. you're not going to go to college. You can go develop right. a trade. That's really nice. That's the way it was in Pennsylvania. And I know I don't know when Lively got taken over by TCC, but I didn't now, even know that. Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. Yeah, my son went to Lively to get his welding, his first original welding certificates. He works at the nuclear power plant in Augusta. And he had to use his GI Bill to be able to pay for it because otherwise it wasn't, it was prohibitive. Hmm. So even going to a trade school can be prohibitive. So unless you're like, you know, in one of those work smart kind of programs, it's not cheap because there's no state, there was no, because it's now university, it's tied to the community college, there's no like Fed funding like it is in the high school. Interesting. So this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We're talking about Leon County Schools. Our number is 850-656-0009. Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. This is old. He's gonna get dumb. Just you wait and see. Why is everybody always picking on me? That's him on his knees. I know that's him. Yeah, and say. Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. And if I wasn't allowed to be sarcastic in a high school, I would have, I don't know what I've done. Listen, I always got A's in every subject I took except for conduct. My conduct I thought you were going to say something. Because, because I am completely a smart ass. Oh, yeah. I laughed throughout. Well, he's dead now. There's a brother, because I went to Catholic school. So there was a brother, and I laughed and laughed and laughed at other people. So they got kicked out of the classroom while I was, I was able to stay. I'm a complete suck-up. I completely understand authority and subject myself to it. Like, I'm not that person that would have gone up to secretary of the EPA and started talking to them while he's having dinner. It just never would have happened or gotten within within an inch of Pam Bondi's face while she's eating dinner. I just, it's important to me. I can't even imagine, cannot even imagine being that disrespectful of the office, let alone someone while they're having a meal. Like, I can't even imagine. Let the people eat. Let the people eat. Ugh, it just blows the mind. Like, I'm so, I am, I am, and this is part of my challenge with Rocky, is he's, he, he, the state said, hey, we might, for Pineview and Oak Ridge, which are two local elementary schools that got Fs, um, that aren't doing well, whether, how many series of semesters they're not doing well. And they may have to bring in the private charter school. And Rocky's like, over my dead body. And that's just a quote, not a real quote, but close enough. I'm like, you'll do what you're told. Stop like grandstanding. You will do what you're told. Why do you have to grandstand? Why does it have to be emotional? If you're going to be emotional, this is my point. Be emotional for those children. Stop being emotional for you. I'm sure the teachers, yes, teacher, teacher. Everyone loves the teachers. I was a nurse, so I completely understand serving the public and how much crap you get. Completely understand. However, those kids, they don't know anything. I mean, they're just little. They're little elementary school. And Rocky to say, I'm not handing over control. You'll do what you're told. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) Just stop. Stop grandstanding. Stop trying to be like Maxine Waters. Stop. You're not leading by example, which, let's face it, not a lot of your teachers are either. 
Hence, Childs. And what the, now, there's a lot of great teachers at Childs, too, which I know, but somebody has got to be accountable for what is going on. And I'm not saying the last superintendent was accountable. Well, he's out in the woods. I don't know what the hell he was doing. I didn't read enough to know. But you are do what you're told. You are a, uh, an employee of the district, and the district is run by the state, and the state gets money from the feds, so you will do what you're told. And think about those kids that aren't getting, because one of the principals got forged parent surveys. It would be like us making up realtor surveys, because we do sell real estate, <laughs> by the way. They were making up real estate, and then they canning them into the state or like f- forging our, our test scores or whatever. That's what she did. The so she got- teacher did this? The principal. Goodness. Doesn't the name like sound like you have to have one? You would think. And I think, I don't know if she got reassigned. I can't read that stuff because I get too upset. But yeah. Like there's someone has to say, I'm not, I, I need help. What we've been doing isn't working. So we need help. But instead of live by the public school, die by the public school. It, something isn't working here. And I don't mean it just Leon County. We're just a small little burb. I'm talking about overall with public schools. Something is not working, and Jefferson County, God bless it, it's the most, I think, most beautiful county in the state, my personal opinion. The state had to come over and, and put a private charter in charge of the school, and they're doing well. They're doing much better year over year. Praise the Lord. For those kids, I don't even know what their population is because so many kids come to Leon County to the private school because the parents drive them. So when you were talking about Georgia, it, where your dad is in Albany, right? Mm-hmm. Do they provide transportation? Yes. So that's the way it was in Pennsylvania. Yes. So the state said in Pennsylvania, you have to go to school. So we're going to provide, no matter where you went, we're going to provide busing to that school and we're going to provide books. So they paid for both because you have to go to school. But the parents were paying, like my parents paid for our tuition as well as the this taxes. So that, uh, That's what I did in South Florida. But because when, think when about we moved it, to Melbourne, it was much better school system. The public school... People, I was going to say the, the N-A-Z-I word, but the public school people were so militant about public school. If everyone in private school went to public school, it would be a wreck. Mm. You, sure. you, couldn't afford, you couldn't afford to take care of them. So you need some kids to be in public school because you couldn't afford it. But when you hear about the charter, like they were, they, two charter schools were trying to get approved in Leon County, and the public school parents just were going off about the taking away from the funding. Oh, so it's about money. Yeah. It's not about the kids' education. It's about money. Is Just pay the, the teachers more. It's about the money that affects this, the kids' education. Yeah, because they pull those kids out and go to charter. Then the money follows the child. That's why when James, going back to my third child, James Elliott Greer, decided not to go to school, did they care about him not going to school or did they care about the $29 a day they weren't getting? For every day he didn't go to school. I don't know. I didn't ask. Yeah. But I was like, he's bigger than me. What am I going to do? And he's 17. You know, there's only so much a parent could do with a 17 and 8-year-old legally. Because his birthday's in January, so he was late. So he finished his GED in like a week. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous. That's a whole other world of shows. 
So yeah, do they care about the twenty nine dollar? I mean, it's a lot of money per day that they're not getting for the funding, or do they? Is it about the student and the education? How many kids don't graduate from high school in Leon County? I don't know. I'd have to look. Interesting. Or I don't stop, know what the graduation rate going. is for Leon County. Do you know where you? Where did you graduate from? Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plant City, Florida. Strawberry winter, strawberry capital of the world. Plant City. Plant City. Chris went to Palm Beach Garden High School, which of course is massive. I mean, that's a massive. I know. School. I had a very big high school myself. I had six ten. Goodness. Two ten in my no 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 two ten in my own class. I was number eleven out of two ten. I think we had. I was like eleven tenths of a point. Seven or eight hundred. Seven or eight hundred. Yeah. In my graduating class. I don't know what it says. It says each school strives for one hundred percent. Blah blah well, of blah. Of course, you strive for that, or you should. It is pretty high for Leon County. Very very high. Bless their hearts, man. I thought they were they were going to come pick up James and take him in. That was really bad. It was like I met with Rick Cook, and I was like, what do you want me to do? He's not coming. He was overweight at the time, and he wasn't bullied as bad there as he was at oh, when he was at um, Cobb, and it was brutal. Brutal bullying. I wouldn't have gone either. It would have been. Oh. But, yeah, it's very high. We're higher than a lot of places in the state for graduation rate, so. I mean, and it, which goes to show we do have a lot the the highest education, well, we you know, per with bachelors. And I know it's not an easy fix for like a forty-two minute show, but I do think that someone needs to look at: is are you just anti-charter and anti-private school because you're just anti-charter and private school, or are you anti-charter and private school because it takes the money, or are you anti-charter and private school because because why? Like, why are you anti-charter? An anti-private school. Because they, they the, the ugly word of profit, you know, but Jefferson County's charter is not for profit. They made sure when they put that management in there that they were not for profit. So profit can't be the only thing. I don't think it's just profit. I, well, think, it, I think many people don't understand how options make things better. They don't make them necessarily worse. Expand people, on that, Mr. Cowart. Well, I think that people are often used to the status quo and options provide different sources of opportunities that some may not understand or want and therefore they oppose it because they don't understand it where I out of fear yeah i tend to like change and so change mm -hmm. is good and i kind of work with change I've, I've always been very open to it but many people that i have managed in the past do not like change where my job was really to be a change agent for finance organizations so it is not abnormal for people to oppose things they don't understand without trying to no because fear it. and anxiety right. take place so they they immediately oppose it and i think the one thing they could speak to is profit or money versus because as a parent you want your child you, you have an envision of what their life is going to be like correct and everyone has that i know when my parents put me in catholic school they wanted a vision of what it was they just didn't want me to be a nun they're like do not be a nun I'm thinking you're you're good. It'll be all right. <laughs> this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. On the other side of the break, we're still going to talk schools. Jefferson County, Leon County.
Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We're going to talk a little bit more about schools before we start talking about alcohol with our Garnet Gold segment. So we were talking about charter schools and public schools and segregation in Leon and Rocky. Rocky Hanna's our superintendent, and he was my uh, my children's principal. And he was an incredible principal, absolutely incredible principal. And he was elected to be our superintendent. And whether he inherited a mess or he's creating a mess, it's too soon to ta- to say. But I do know the school grades are down. And I know that the grading of the schools is pretty convoluted method because it, it involves whether how many kids come into the school or where they came from. It's a mess. It's a mess of a grading system. It's not just like the kids' grades. It's like all this population stuff, and it's a mess. So, uh, yeah. Why wouldn't it just be the grades? I don't know. Because it's the government. <laughs> and it is a government school. You can call it a public school if you want, but I call it a government school because it's government. So they talk about the population and they compare it to other schools. It's... It's like the bell curve. It's basically it's one big giant bell curve. Got it. So if one if one goes up, you kind of all go up. But if one goes down, you kind of all go down. Kind of <laughs> how it works. But yeah. So I mean, most of this audience would already know the school grades because they they do pay attention to local. But so Pineview and Oak Ridge, what is the first? Oak Ridge and Bond were F's, and then now Pineview is an F, and it's all changing. So. But yeah, like Bond slipped from a C to a D. Springwood, Astoria Park, which I really like that school. I like the location. I like that it's a neighborhood school, that it's like right in the center of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think it gives a good community feel. Yeah, I went down to from a C to a D. So, I mean, these are like big problems. So big what, problems. what happens when that happens? Well, they watch the state comes in and watches them. And then if it happens for more than a couple cycles, like for these the Pineview and Oak Ridge, the state saying, look, we're going to br- put a charter in here. And he's like over my dead body. Well, I'm like, you're going to do what you're told because you're not doing any better. So when I look at the Jefferson model, Jefferson County, I mean, they waited till all those kids, kids went to private school in other counties. They only have 700 kids in the whole school district for Jefferson. I mean, they waited till the schools had to be closed. They merged elementary and middle. I mean, they waited until the last second until the state said, you have an ultimatum. This is what we're going to do. We're going to give you a grant for about 800000 and we're going to make a charter come in. And then they were like, can we even find a charter that'll come in? They did. It was a not-for-profit. So for all of, you know, people who say the schools are for sale, whatever. Um, it's about the kids. Now, Rocky, or any superintendent's in a tough place because he has to work for the, he works for the teachers, he works with the teachers. He has to answer to the parents and answer to the students and answer to the states. But that's the job he took. I mean, it was a willing job. He knew it. He, he'd been like a school monitor. I mean, he's worked for Leon County forever and ever and ever and ever. But this grades are going down under him, not up. So something's going on that we don't know or understand. Grades for the schools, you're saying. The school grades. Yeah. not So the students' grades are going down and the school grades are going down. But the culture, I mean, if everyone's having sex with the students or they're problem. stalking the students or they're... I mean, just the culture must be incredibly just different from what I grew up with. Yeah. Because we we had uniforms. I didn't have to wear this. Or I went to high school was very different. We didn't have to because we were a city school. The kids who when they used to force uniforms on the students because it was Catholic, uh, kids got beat up. So they changed it, and you could wear street clothes, proper like professional khakis, and had still had a, a code to wear. 
You dress better. I mean, you behave better when you dress better. That is true. I mean, if you're running around with your pants down around your knees, it's hard to like it's really think hard to at run. the same time. It's hard to run. It's hard to think at the same time. I don't know. But I just feel like, and I'm using him because he's our superintendent. You got to look at other options, Buttercup. You cannot just say no because it's a charter and you're just against charter. It's just, I just don't understand it. And, Has he said why he's against charters? Well, because it would take money away from the, from the schools. How will he keep those schools running? Because the funding follows the school. Yeah, but but they, if they bring a charter the into that structure. To make it better and the charter should put you in a position I, to do you better. Know, I, I absolutely agree. So if they bring the charter into that very building, then there's no new structure. You're not paying any additional overhead. Right. You've got to start thinking about the kids. But if you're, I mean, the one-room schoolhouse worked for a reason. Right. And they didn't have whiteboards that were electronic and iPads and all. It all worked for a reason. And my uh, James, my little, my lovely third child, he went to uh, Christ Classical because it was the classical method where they teach reading, writing, arithmetic, the Latin and the Greek. And that's how I was taught. So you want that for your child. You want the similar experience, and I understand, but something is not working here. And it's affecting the sum total of this. It's affecting property values. <laughs> Damn Bring it. it back. <laughs> it is affecting property values on the South Side, which is affecting people's wealth, which is affecting people's ability to send their kids to college or a trade school. It all is a cycle. and You gotta stop the cycle. If you want kids to stay in school, you gotta give them a reason to stay in school. If you want, and the suicide rate is just astronomical, which gets me so upset. If you want kids to feel like they have a future, you got to help. And just say, by saying, nope, we're not going to go with this method. We have, well, someone's hiring these people who are committing forgery and stalking students. And someone's hiring, having sex with a teenager. I've never understood that in all my days. I never dated a teenager even when I was a teenager. Not much to understand there. <laughs> I get it. I don't get it. I mean, I just don't get it. I don't know. Nothing to get. I don't know. But I, there's big problems. And I think more of it is there's parent. Were your parents involved, Scott? Should I giggle? Is that like. Well, it depends on what you mean by involved. <laughs> <laughs> well, did your mother have to really be involved because you had good grades? No, my mother didn't have to be involved because she put the fear of God in yeah, me. Yeah, me so. too. That there was no question as to what mm -hmm. I needed to do. And she would always say that, you know, if I'm ever called by a teacher or principal, I don't even want to hear what you have to say. It will be your fault. Like, I'm listening to the teachers and the principals. The first, my first two knew that if I got called, James knew the gig was up, that I had very little power because he read more than I did, so he knew the laws. <laughs> <laughs> but the first two knew that if I got a call from the school, there was, there was, oh, can't even imagine. Yeah, it was, it was not a because if I had to leave work because I, I worked per diem I worked per diem as a nurse I wasn't a salary nurse so if I don't work I didn't get paid so if I had to go and take care of your sorry self you're doomed it was not yeah you know yeah so she didn't have to be that involved nah mine either even with James I mean when he went he had great grades so he, he was able to carry himself for a really long a long time because his grades were so good they talk uh, I know Erwin Jackson and I've been into it about the schools and he's like well parental involvement if your kids have really good grades, I mean, there's it, there's an intelligent level here that you got to think about. 
You know, do I need to, I've never had to volunteer ever in a school. I mean, if they forced me to, I don't know what I would have done. My kids, the last thing they wanted was me in their school. Mm-mm. Can you imagine? Accountability. Yeah, but they knew. Like, if I acted out, mom would be here. <laughs> and I'm the kind that embarrasses the child, like, in front of everyone forever. Well, yeah, but there's something. Accountability is probably a great word. I, well, I think that that's a lot of it. Maybe the kids are really smart like James and they knew the rules. So they know what they can get away with, what the loopholes are. And so they do it. I have no doubt that that is the vast majority. I mean, they do. I mean, I loved records for James. I really did. I wish he'd appreciated it as much as I did. Because they had the IB. And he wasn't even in the IB. Because you have to attend. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> IB is like the upper echelon. Like, it's the the higher. They, they're trying to, they put an IB school in there so it wouldn't just be a poor school. Mm. So they put the IB in there to attract students to go there for funding. Got it. You know, because then school choice comes over, and one of Rocky's quotes is, you know, very loose, was school choice created the segregation. Well, because the kids who had the means and the money to drive to another school could. Because transportation is not provided here. So with school choice, transportation isn't provided on every bus stop. It doesn't. If I go to the arts and sciences, I have to drive my kid. If I'm living in Appalachian Parkway where I live, but I want my kid to go to trials, I have to drive my kid. So that's where it's coming from. So the kids with the means have the school choice. School choice at this point is a lottery system, pretty much, because it's just so tight. Yeah, I think that's why having <clears throat> the buses and whatnot is important, because it gives everyone the opportunity. That's what I'm talking about. I know. I'm a Yankee. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, but you're not a Yankee. You're I a, am not a Yankee. You are not a Yankee, and you had I'm, the same experience I had. Isn't that funny? <laughs> it's so parallel. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. On the other side of the break, we will talk about Garnet and Gold. Now won't you have a double with me? What good can drink and do? What good can drink and do? I drink all night. Next day I feel blue. Well, there's a glass on the table. Say it's gonna ease my pain. Yeah, there's a glass on the table. Say it's gonna ease my pain. Well, I drink down the bottle. Next day, I feel the same. Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, and this is our Garnet and Gold segment where we talk Garnet's wine. Gold is beer or bourbon because that's what I like to drink, and Scott Cowart likes to drink wine. Although I did. And not church wine either. That's the truth. <laughs> Although I did have an old-fashioned at Shula's the other night. How was that? I've it never was, had one. It was good. So I decided I was going to buy some bitters at Publix the other day. And I brought it home the other day, meaning yesterday. Brought it home, going to make one. And somewhere along the way, I forgot, saw the wine that I had purchased and <laughs> decided I would have it. 
So I still haven't made it, but I'm going to. What's it taste like an old fashioned? Well, it's it really just has. Is it sweet or not sweet? No, I don't think it's that sweet, but it does have a bit of an orange zest to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got a little bit of club soda in it, at least the one that they I, made. Yeah, I, okay. not all of them do, mm-hmm. but old fashions are what I was. When uh, I go out this week, I'll have to order one. It's, they're actually quite good. I think you would like it. Because I like. They're similar to Manhattan's to me. Yeah. Different Trust me. me. There's a Cherry whole episode citrus, about but... me in Manhattan. So, I, can... so I had, uh, when I went to D.C. Flashback. Like a year ago. Mm. I had some Manhattans and some Old Fashions, but I tend to like the Old Fashioned better. Really? Yeah. Cherries. I like the cherry in the Manhattan. I did until well, I threw a, them up all There over was the a dried cherry in the orange peel that they oh, had. Oh, they made it pretty. Right. At the restaurant. I had three of them. Cherries? No, drinks. Oh, ooh. Yeah. They weren't very strong. Okay. They weren't like Ted's. Ted's is brutal. Ted's is strong. It's like Top Flight. You yeah. have to go to Top Flight. Can't, I haven't been to Top Flight in a say long I'm time. mad at Ted's for that. But <laughs> so what's your wine? My wine is from, you know, I've mentioned the Coppola brand numerous times on the show, and typically I would drink a Claret or a Red Blend. Uh, I, I like all of their labels, cool colors. This was from their Director's Cut series. And it was a Pinot Noir, um, really good. And it was uh, 100% Pinot Noir, so it wasn't a blend, believe it or not. I know it's hard to believe. Um, got a lot of cherry and pomegranate in it. And I bought it because I thought it was strange that it would cost more than the Claret. Claret typically cost more, but in this case it did not for the Coppola brand. But I guess it's that director's cut version. So it was quite good. Drank most of it. <laughs> Jeff's been having a glass religiously lately. Don't know why. Really is That's an interesting cutting turn. into my uh Pop Tart <laughs> strudel. Right. <laughs> Every now and then. He went from he didn't drink know. it all really, did he? No. Uh, he gave up smoking. Yes. Right? Right. And so he's been having a a glass, half a glass in the Has evening. his taste changed since he stopped smoking? Has he said anything? No, about his taste changing? Uh, no, but he's not a regular smoker. Oh, he, he wasn't? No. Just, he wasn't like a pack a day. <laughs> oh, God, no. No, no, no. Like maybe five cigarettes a week. Oh, that. that's nothing. I yeah, no. That's nothing but to drive still, you to drink. But it's still, <laughs> well, even then he's drinking moderately. Yeah. He does everything moderately. Right? That's the darn truth. That is it. That's what we're married to, both of us. Yes. Well, it's so funny. It is. So mine was, and I think I've reviewed it before, but... Now it's in Publix. So it's Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale, which gives me my bourbon and gives me my beer. I'm very excited. So it's Lexington Brewery Brewing and Distilling Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. And what they do is they brew the ale in a bourbon barrel that's just been emptied of the bourbon. Interesting. So they don't like clean the, I mean, it's just just emptied and it's their bourbon. So then they, they make the ale in it, which I think is genius. And they have four packs at Publix. It is like $12. It's very expensive. Wow. Yeah. But there's no one who has it here. McGowan's has the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale on draft. Well, I was like, what's it going to taste like in a bottle? So that's my purpose. What's it going to taste like? It tasted really, really, really good. So this is going to sound stupid probably for those of me that don't drink beer, but is most beer put in a barrel? No. I didn't think so. Mm-mm. So it would seem to me it would get flat. Nope. I don't know how they do it. I don't know. Hmm. Well, 
but I do it's need good. to know more. About so it this. it tasted to me like we're gonna think about it caramel, hmm. which I think I'm wrong because in the review it says vanilla, but I tasted caramel. They have a mocha beer, which I'm thinking I couldn't really. That's do a that. negative. Um, that's too sweet for me after that chocolate bourbon. But you can get uh, it says six packs, but it was a four pack at Publix, eight point two percent ABV. So if you're gonna drink a beer, get your little, you know, you get a little. Buzz off of one instead of having to drink two or three it's interesting, calories. Interesting, because most wine is like 14%. Mm. No, I think the can's pretty too because it's a bourbon barrel. But it was good. It was really good. I had it last night. Were they 12-ounce cans Made or 16-ounce? This was a, a glass. Oh. So they don't so really were they 16-ounce glasses? It's a 12-ounce yeah. bottle. Okay. And it came out in November 2016. And I went to the... Um, cause we had our party like a week and a half ago. We did. I went to, um, the Publix by Ocala, Ocala and Tharp right there mm-hmm. across from Lake, uh, Lake Gala. And that's where it was. Interesting. And I was like, I'm taking it. That's a big Publix. It is. It's huge Publix. Well, but I, I really, modeling it too. style says American strong air ale barrel aged bourbon, but it was really good. Really good. I only have one. Only had one beer. Mm-hmm. So the other three are located in my refrigerator. Got it. Yep. Only have one because I made burgers last night. So it worked really well. Did you dredge them? I didn't dredge the burger. <laughs> so Scott has the food from Plated. That is and he correct. offered me the box because they were going out of town. And so I had to dredge. It was just funny because yeah. I don't dredge often. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. I'm not dredging on a regular basis because it was like 16 plates. I'm like, this ridiculous yeah i had no idea what you're talking about <laughs> it I was just so funny because i sent him a text and i'm like i dredged yeah because you had to like do the plate for the eggs and a plate for the flour and a plate for the, i was like and the panko yeah this is why intense. i go out well it was labor intensive but it tasted really really good so if you're gonna the box the plated uh the meals that we had worked out beautifully well i like how they i learned a lot Everything was already, which was important to me, everything was already separated in the little plastic baggies. I think we'll have to try, like, plated for bourbon and wine. I know that they have clubs, but something mm. that they're sending us. I on, think John, our regular. producer, he was getting wine from Oregon I monthly like Oregon or every wine. six weeks or something. Used to get an organic wine from Oregon. I can't recall the name of it, but it was back when I was drinking white wine. But you know how that goes. <laughs> White, Same white, way with white, red. Just changes. <laughs> this is Patty Wilson's Patty Playhouse. So we're going to little end a little bit early, and we're going to play. I Last year I played uh, Jimi Hendrix National Anthem, but this year we're going to play Whitney Houston, which was just, I think she brought back that feel in football before it got taken away recently. But it, she brought back the National Anthem and made it a thing for people to to really love. I love that version. Wit wit. Remember when she was wearing that white jacket? I do. And the wind and her wig. It was so pretty. I typically remember her from I just the love her Diane so much. Sawyer interview. Oh, really? But, yeah. It was when she turned to her and said, crack is whack. <laughs> That's typically what I remember. But God bless her voice. Uh, cute it Whitney. <laughs> On that note, Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. I'll try not to talk over it. Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. Happy 4th. <laughs>